Jason, as it is every single week, the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the good people of Lee Summit by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! Can I just say it? I You're going to say it. I love those folks. They're, they're, they're good eggs. They are good, good, eggs. good people that do a lot for our community. I don't know if we've mentioned this the last few weeks or not, Jason. But the wave of the future, when it comes to your blinds, your shades, all of the things in your house, do you know what it is? Fancy colors? No. Automation. All hail our robot shade overlords. That's right. Whether it's through a remote control, whether it's through Siri, Alexa, Google, whatever, voice commands, it's about automation. It's about energy efficiency. It's about safety. It's about Nick and Jason wanting to go to their homes and sit on their booties. That's true. And I don't want anybody to watch. Well, that's true, too. I, honestly, nobody privacy. wants anybody to watch. Privacy is a big deal. It's true. And we don't want to get up to close those shades. So automation is the way of the future. You can control your shades. You can time your shades. You can do all kinds of cool stuff. You should be going to Budget Blinds in downtown Lee Summit and asking them, what can I do to automate my window treatments. So head on down to the heart of Lee Summit. Go see our friends at Budget Blinds. Tell them Jason and Nick sent you. You know what else is coming up, Jason? I do, but I want to make you say it. It's Chili Fest. Chili Fest. Look, we're like 51 days away from Chili Fest, which is was, you know, gone for a year. And Not that we're counting. Yeah. Well Okay, we're counting. I put this out on the on the Facebook's page for Lake to Lee Summit earlier. Mm-hmm. And it's true. We are happy to sponsor and be a part of this great community event. It's it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of different people that come in and that are cooking and competing. You can you can you can be a taster. You can pay and come and get a spoon and taste all the all the food. But most importantly, Jason, you and I, we're good cooks, and we expect to be taking home some hardware. This is absolutely true. We we're gonna lay down the gauntlet. We're gonna whoop somebody in one of these categories. I don't know which one. <laughs> yeah, we, we're going to give a shot but in all of them. I am, we're I am confident it. enough to say that we expect hardware. I'm not so confident as to say which category that is. We don't want to narrow our options. <laughs> you got to brag broadly, set the Lord low. Right. That. Well, that's the, you just described Did, the entire podcast. Is there like a wooden spoon for like the last place thing? Because we may be better, actually a look, better bet for that. Look, than some of look the others. that's still hardware. That's still hardware. That's still hardware. We're taking hey, it home. You know what else is cool about this event is it all of the proceeds – benefit cold water of lee summit jason they were one of our early guests we should probably have them on again sometime soon but this is a great organization that helps people in our community that have some needs it helps them meet those needs and what a great fun way to help out some people in our community additionally it is an absolute fantastic opportunity for you to if you have a business and you'd like to do that it's a great team building event good little advertising for your business it's an opportunity to put your logo out there and put something that's Fun and community-minded out in your in your corporate identity. So it's pretty cool. And Nick, where, where should I go if I want more information? All you have to do is go to your little electronic device. Visit bridgespace.us slash chilifest for more information. Join the fun. And, and really, you can come compete against us, but you should know we're taking home some hardware. We're going to win. Hello and welcome to this Friday Conversation edition of the Lee Summit Town Hall Podcast. My name is Nick Parker, and with the exception of reading for our amazing sponsors, this is the last time you're going to hear from me today. 
for the following two Fridays. And that's because a group of local teens are taking over the Friday episodes for the next three weeks. This stems from the Community Task Force on Youth Mental Health and Suicide Prevention. What this group of 14 and 15-year-olds have done is they came forward and said, you know, the one thing missing from our community conversations in youth mental health is the actual perspective of real youth. So for the next three Fridays, the microphones are theirs as they bring you candid conversations on mental health, technology, and life as a teen in our suburban community. If you have questions for this group or topics you'd like to hear more about, please message us through our Link to Lee Summit Facebook page or by email at nick at linktoleesummit.com. And finally, before we turn it over to Riley, Hudson, Mallory, and Olivia, I'd like to give a big thank you to Lee Summit Cares, Rediscover Behavioral Health, and FirstStepForHelp.com for facilitating not only this, but many other community-wide conversations on this topic, and for supporting Link to Lee Summit's efforts to give teens a voice. Riley, Hudson, Mallory, Olivia, take it away. The mics are yours. Hi, my name is Olivia. I'm a sophomore. I'm 15 years old. Um, I'm really into flannel and jewelry. We're here just because we want to let everyone know technology is such an amazing thing. It connects people. It lets people know that you're not alone, truly. Like there will always be someone there for you. If you are struggling, just always know there's someone here for you. But to also remember there is a lim- like there needs to be a time when you need to realize maybe enough is enough and take a step back and just enjoy life like outside of that screen, outside of that bubble. Enjoy where you are. What whatever is happening in your life, good or bad, just take a step back from that phone or tablet or computer and just realize like this is really cool that I'm like right here right now. Like and just be thankful and just always you know remember that and don't always be sucked in by your phone Um, hi my name is hudson i'm going to be a freshman and i like to play volleyball and cook technology is going to be a part of our future so it's really important to use it wisely personally uh, i use technology every day it's a part of my life and it probably always will be um it's kind of how i communicate with people when I'm just at home and that could be a good thing or a bad thing because like I need I probably should get out and talk to people more face to face but also it's a good way of arranging things and getting to know people without like waiting to see them in person as I said it could be a good thing it could be a bad thing because you know we should probably get out and it's a different kind of communicating when it's face-to-face because you're really getting to know the person more closer if you're talking face-to-face. But then if you're talking like online or using a phone, then you really get to talk to them whenever, whenever you really want to or need to. Online, you get to, you know, it's, you can talk to you, talk to them anywhere. You can um, use emojis so you can really tell or sometimes you can tell if you how they're feeling about what you say or what you do. You can play games sometimes, like Game Pigeon, that's always fun. It's kind of a way for like people to start a conversation because it's yeah. something that we can all do. We all know how to play games on our phones, so whenever you're playing with another person, it kind of connects you. I know that there's 
people who send that whenever they like someone and you know they don't want to start a conversation yeah, they, they don't, don't want to be a normal that. person and go up to them and start a conversation or ask them out on a date so listen to mate ball instead yeah. <laughs> i would yeah. say it depends on the conversation because yeah. there have been plenty of opportunities where if i could text someone hey i'd like to step down from this blah blah blah, blah that would be much easier than me being that in person mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. um it's harder when it's someone you it's yeah. whenever you have an interest in someone I just know not really me I don't really care me, I'll go talk I'm, to someone <laughs> I'm like so shy yeah so so it's, it's easier for me to just like stay behind the screen yeah and like not go face to face online like when you're talking to someone you don't know you you don't see when they react so you can it, you can say things more easier but that can also be more of a bad thing so if you were to say something mean or cyberbully you won't like see their reaction or how they feel yeah and I think it's so much easier to like cyberbully because you can like you're not face to face you're like hiding behind like technology Mm -hmm. I feel like some people don't really care but also at the same time it's like they can just disappear if they want to like, I've seen people who are like, hey, I really got to connect this person. And then out of the blue, they just disappeared. They don't have an account anymore. They're just gone. And there's not much you can do when it comes to technology and that, I feel like. Mm. It's tricky. <laughs> it is. Because, you know, um, it can be a good thing or a bad thing being behind the screen. Because, you know, cyberbullying, yes. But also, if you're a nervous person it's an easier way to communicate with others you know because you have time to think and process instead of just spewing out words yeah spew out text with your thumbs yeah i guess the question is do you think people rely on technology because they can just process and wait and send and if they don't want to see it they don't have to or do you think that's beneficial to people i think some people do benefit from it but there's also the downfall because i think as growing we're growing up in a way that we think it's okay to just text someone hey you know and then in I mean I've done this before I don't I'm not proud of it but I've said hi to like a fellow classmate over snapchat like oh my god your dog's so cute but then in real life you know we talk. don't talk just because it is easier to do it over text and it's, it's not that I mean to it's just it just happens yeah and I've like made friends on like social media too that like go to my school like there's this one girl that like I would talk to like on Instagram or whatever and then I like never saw her at school and then the first time I like saw her in person it was just a little bit awkward because we'd only like talked over social media but after it was awkward then we like got right into a conversation yeah and there are some I mean I've technology talking to people it's so interesting too because I have a friend from Germany, like, Mm -hmm. and I would never, ever talk to anyone that I don't know from school, but this girl, she, um, for some reason thought that I was a girl who wrote a poem, and she was like, oh my god, your poem inspired me, I was like, that's not me, (laughs) but we got to talking, and, you know, we started realizing we have a lot of things in common, and it's just weird because without technology I would have never even been able to talk to this girl who I have so much in common with but now I I actually text her sometimes like uh rough day at school she's like same <laughs> like the first thing to address is you said every parent fears it but so does every teen no one really wants to get 
offended online, but it's just something people deal with on their day-to-day life. And um, it can happen literally anywhere. And sometimes what happens on cyberbullying kind of drips, bleeds through, that's the word I was looking for, (laughs) kind of bleeds through into your everyday life. Like, um, I've seen somebody who got Instagram a picture one time saying that they were ugly and then it like continued for like maybe 15 comments like yeah just because one person started of it and then that next Monday they came back and someone like posted that picture on their locker with the word ugly on it and like that really killed their self-esteem and I'm not saying that happens all the time but mm-hmm. it's definitely more common than people like to admit I feel like Mm-hmm. It happens so often. Like, I mean, I've had people say stuff to me, but my I just don't take it. I'm just like, okay, cool, you don't like yeah. me, that's fine. But my little sister, on the other hand, is constantly, like, just wanting everyone to like her. Because she, she's always so nice to everyone. Well, at least from my perspective, you know? <laughs> I see her being nice to people. And I just, I've seen it myself, these girls texting her, horrible things and her friends horrible things I've seen uh, to saying you should go die to you never gonna get a boyfriend which is weird because they're only in sixth grade but kids these days are being introduced to technology so young Mm -hmm. I got kick when I was in sixth grade just because we all had iPods and we couldn't use text messages so if we wanted to go to the pool that's what we did but now they have snapchat where these things disappear and, you know, it just is so interesting to me how low these kids' self-esteems are whenever they're just yeah. only 11 or 12, mm-hmm. when they haven't even gone to high school, which is when everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's going to stink. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's so much easier with, like, technology to feel, like, not, it's not really cyberbullying, but it's so much easier to feel excluded or left out because you'll see, like, you and your, like, you'll see like three of your friends hanging out on like somebody's Snapchat or something or Instagram or whatever. And then you kind of start to overthink like, why didn't I get invited? Are they like trying to purposely like leave me out? So I think it's so, so much easier to feel like that with technology. Cause it's not even like cyberbullying. It's just like all these things can make you feel so negative from mm-hmm. social media. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be someone directly saying something to you in a direct message or comment it can even be just a post Mm -hmm. and it negatively affects you which is so crazy I feel like what's scarier is that to think five years ago is like I the concept of having a phone five years ago was like a really big deal but now Mm -hmm. my 10 year old brother is like oh I got an iPod so do all my friends he's like texting this girl (laughs) like and he's 10 he's like oh yeah that's just the norm I'm like five years ago I would have been like what the heck you're privileged Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. no it's just something you see you see five-year-olds at the store on their phones yeah yeah it's it's just so crazy because technology it it just keeps growing as we go and it's just more accessible so younger kids are getting ahead of like getting access to it and then our schools are even giving tablets to five-year-olds, which is insane. <laughs> I mean, they also have, like, technology, like, like clinics for people addicted to technology. And there's 
three-year-olds in there because of how, like, severe technology yeah. is put in people's lives so young, which is kind of scary because if mm-hmm. that's five years ago, we were like, oh, I was on the screen watching TV mm-hmm. in, on Saturday mornings or something like that. But scary to think what it'll be like five years from now when everyone's got a phone yeah. even younger. Yeah, and it's crazy because... Um, have you seen the video of the kid who's holding a magazine in his hand mm. and he tries to swipe it? Oh, yeah, I've seen that It's one. bad. Yeah, that's... <laughs> it's, it's terrible. Like, he's literally just sitting there trying to swipe it and he doesn't know how to use pages. Because, like, <laughs> that, I just can't it. even imagine. Because yeah. as a kid, I would flip through those little scholar books, like, yeah. you know, yeah. and I wouldn't read it. I was only <laughs> two or three. But just the fact that, like, everything is being so... Put into technology, yeah, even books to where it's put into, like, it's just crazy to me. Scholastic books fairs were the best thing ever. Mm -hmm. And now these kids are like, "Eh." Mm -hmm. I would be so happy when I went to the library and Mm -hmm. there would be books. (laughs) Even, like, toys now. Like, um, my parents had a viewfinder when they were, like, seven or eight. And now our version of viewfinder is, like, VR technology. Mm -hmm. And that's probably, like, 20, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. So to see, like, what it was like then compared to now, even we kind of see that a little bit. And that was only, like, 5, 10 years ago. And we're like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything's advancing so much quicker, which is a good and a bad thing. And I feel like techno- <laughs> technology is one of the things that it kind of fa- – I don't know. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> No, we're on, like, the fast track, kind of. We're the generation that's going to be known as the, like, you know, tablet generation. Yeah. You know, my cousins can't go to sleep without having a tablet right here with them. Yeah. And that I know that there's studies about blue light, right? Yeah, blue light. That really mess up your everything. Like, your brain it, uh, changes how you sleep. Mm-hmm. So I have a bad habit of sleeping with the TV on. Mm. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean... I know so many people, but I have to stop. I try to wean myself off of it, but now these kids literally can't fall asleep without looking at a tablet right in front of them. It's truly scary. Yeah. Today's episode of Lee Summit Town Hall is brought to you by First Step for Help. Firststepforhelp.com is a place where you can go If you think you need help or if you have someone that you're close to, a family member, a friend, you think maybe they are facing some tough times or a crisis, go to firststepforhelp.com. First Step for Help is a free service uh, designed to meet the health of the community. It's Missouri-focused, but it does include the entire Kansas City metropolitan area, as you know, that, uh, you know, the state line is kind of a porous thing, and we get back and forth across that. There are it's a twenty four hour mental health crisis helpline operated by Comcare, which is a not for profit behavioral health management organization that works in collaboration with our community behavioral health centers and other providers to continually pr- improve access to affordable, high quality, and effective behavioral health services. So visit firststepforhelp.com if you or someone you're close to needs help. I think it's the control, because, like, that you have total control over, you know, what you want to do, what you want to know. You can Google anything now. You can you can see what people are up to, and 
even see where they are, which is kind of creepy, but mm -hmm. that's fine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I think it's just how everything is right there. Like, it's so easy just to, like, yeah. open your phone and you can get, like, anything, basically. And it's just, it's so easy. Yeah, our parents say, you know, you have everything at your fingertips. Mm -hmm. We do. So we want to constantly be a part of it, be... You know, you can sign up for groups on it. You know, mm -hmm. I'm a part of group chats about, you know, social justice stuff. Like, there, if you have a thing that you like, you go on the Internet and it's there. Right. Anything you like. If you're, like, I literally can't think of anything that isn't on the Internet, like, for someone to be a part of. Well, I guess in this situation, I am not mo like most kids. I'm a homeschooled kid, so I don't really go out to school every morning. I sleep in, I get up, I go on my couch and do school. That's kind of just my norm. Um, so I don't have as much social interaction as I'd like, and sometimes that does make me feel lonely and stuff, and technology, like texting my friends, good morning, how are you, kind of gives me a little bit of that feel. Like, I actually got up this morning, and went to school and said, hey, friend, how are you today? So I feel like that's a big plus to it, but I also feel like since I spend so much time on the screen doing school, it's also, I mean, even in the school districts too, you spend so much time on a screen that um, I guess there's a lot of pluses that it does help move things along school-wise so that you can get everything you get done to be smarter and stuff like that done with it and connect with people, but I also feel like because of technology, it kind of puts like a barrier between social interaction. Mm -hmm. And especially since I started homeschooling, I feel like because I've been on a screen, I don't get to go out as much as I'd like or do everything socially that I feel like our parents did when we were this age, that they mm -hmm. went out to go party. And I'm not saying go party, <laughs> please don't go party. <laughs> but they at least kind of interacted in a way we don't really do as much anymore. Mm -hmm. It was different. It was kind of, I mean, like, we have more things to kind of worry about. I know every parent and every, since the dawn of time, has been you careful when you go out there into the world. But now we have, I feel like, a lot more things to worry about. And, you know... Technology also helps us, our parents, you know, oh, they're safe, they're talking to their friends there, rather than meeting up somewhere or getting a ride with someone else, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think technology also helps with, like, your parents worrying about your kids because there's apps that you can get where you can, like, track where their phone <laughs> yeah. is at. So then you're like, okay, they're here, or, like, if I'm going somewhere, my mom will be like, okay, like, text me when you're there, and you're like, okay, so I can just send her a text real quick like I'm good so I think it also helps a lot with like parents feeling like their kids are safer yeah I feel like teens understand how much we're on our phones trust me if you said to somebody hey how long do you think you're on your phone I could probably say two hours but I also kind of get monitored by my parents because they're like we don't want you to be the everyday teen we need you to be different <laughs> yeah. and so I guess the question that I always ask when this conversation comes up is what are we going to do about it? You can just sit here and talk, but there's not much you can do unless you go to extreme effort to do so. Yeah, it's hard because, you know, we are teens. Like, you know, we don't have, we can't control much. You know, we're not politicians or adults even. We can't even vote. But what we can do is kind of just, you know, 
encourage others to kind of see the like what's happening see that these little kids that are you know growing up just tablets and nothing else it's going to have negative side effects there's studies there is significant amount of research showing the negative effects of always being on your phone and I think we do push it and I think that in the past year personally I have not been on my phone as much I mean in seventh grade I can tell you four hours a day at least especially in the summer but it's just I think people are more aware but people still need to take action just themselves even to Mm -hmm. cut down on that time well I actually disagree with you that I feel like we do have a lot of power in our voice than say kids our age did 20 30 40 even 50 years ago because 100% (laughs) just because we have all that stuff at our fingertips it's super easy to share that out or just kind of go around and raise awareness like how many times have you been impacted by someone just talking to you like hey this is kind of a little bit about this issue and then I feel like that's more impactful than someone spreading information via like an article or something but that also makes a big difference article wise and I've seen Mm -hmm. lots of kids just speak up through that through social media and I feel like that's a big powerful thing too. I think the most important thing um, is just to the younger kids you like actually to the parents of younger kids you need to understand we don't constantly need to be entertained by a screen. We will be entertained by a box whenever we're that age. It's a lot of parents responsibilities to get their kids out take them to the zoo okay I don't like zoos but <laughs> take them out and go to the movies go do thing I just said the movies that's the a park. still screen yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you technology but like there is so many things paradise park go to paradise go on a walk just do something with your kid besides hand them a tablet handing them a tablet and to kids our age you lay off social media we can do it like honestly yeah. can we though I think we, I mean, I think we can. I hope we can. If you try hard enough. If we try hard enough. I mean, I know people do it for Lent. They're like, giving up Snapchat. Yeah. Okay, now let's try and do that. For longer. A longer time. You, People really can do it. Your streaks will be lost, but it's fine. Don't worry about yeah. it. I just think it's really important for people to take a step back and look, look at us and see, like, we need to interact just more with each other. I remember... A year ago, or almost two, no, a year ago, I did the walkout at my school, and everyone was just in the moment with, like, with me, listening to what I had to say, and, you know, people had their phones out recording, great, but they were in that moment and listening to what I had to say, and I'd never felt more empowered and never felt more connected to people. Cool, we talked about the walkout over text and Snapchat and Instagram, but we all came together in real life and we showed that we really do care. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's just truly amazing whenever, you know, feeling that connection was just something I'd ever want to forget. So I just think people need to focus more on getting that human interaction in real life rather than over text, sending that eight ball to the crush you like. (laughs) Go and talk to her or him or whoever. Yeah. Just get out there you don't have to hide behind the screen and I think to kids that are like in high school I was just telling Olivia this today like high school is the last time you're gonna like 
live with your parents maybe and like <laughs> not so. have to pay rent and like you get to see your friends every day at school and then you're gonna like actually when you graduate high school you're gonna have have to like be an adult and pay the like bills and go to it's college and yeah so I think during high school just like take the time to actually be like still like like a, I know you're teenagers but like a kid and like don't stay behind a screen all the time because you only have four years of high school and it's like the last time you get to just not do whatever you want but also kind of just do whatever before you have to act, like act like an adult and the habits that we have now. So if you're on your phone less now, more likely in the future, you won't be on it as much if you start now. Just mm-hmm. like how PE teachers are like, eat healthy. Mm-hmm. You'll be healthier as an adult. Do the same with your phone. It's literally your mental health will yeah. probably improve. Yeah. Sometimes, like, I'll be at a dinner table or we'll be trying to eat and have a normal conversation, but then there's always that one person that has their phone up and is kind of distant and I feel that you can get kind of disattached if that's a word to people in real life if you just are on your phone all the time so make sure you're not on your phone all the time so you can get to know people better and understand and have social have you know, social cues and stuff happen in real life because, like, over phone, it's it's not the same. And you've got to learn those for real life. And you'll become an adult and you'll need to know how to talk to an, a boss or someone important. And so, so just, like, limit time on phones so you can talk to people in real life. Okay, I guess it's my turn. So um, to kind of come back to the original question that we had of why did we come here today? And I feel like I can't speak for everyone, but I feel like the main reason we're here is because we care about our generation and we're kind of here to empower one one another to kind of help each other out because there's so many people who feel like alone and... I personally felt alone in middle school and even high school, and I guess the reason I'm here is to say there are people out here like you who are that feel alone. I felt alone, but we are stronger together, and so whether that's through talking to someone through technology and motivating someone saying, hey, you're going to have a good day today, I know it, um, or just seeing someone in face-to-face. It's always good to see someone face-to-face, but if you can't, no, there's people out here for you, and it's like the biggest reason I came here is because I listen to podcasts. I'm kind of a nerd. It's fine. But oh, podcasts are the best. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. I'm I'm a big nerd when it comes to podcasts and stuff. It annoys my mom like crazy, but it's fine. But um, that's like good screen time right there. That's <laughs> yeah. good screen time. If you you're listening to podcasts, like. Even if Sam Jones, like, listening to celebrities talk, still something. That's yeah. me, actually. I do that all the time. <laughs> More comic book plot. Oh, right. Sorry. I got focused. No. <laughs> but um, it's okay to go on a walk. It's okay to go talk to someone next to you, even if it makes you uncomfortable. Sometimes we need a breakthrough. The social awkwardness, and that's hard for me to say because I'm very socially awkward, but... Um, feel like phones give us a layer of protection that sometimes talking to people 
doesn't really get. So be okay with being open, and if you can't, just try. And that's kind of, I'm not very good with advice, so I hope that was good to somebody at least. Oh, yeah, that was good. Because it's true, you know, some people do need technology or, you know, it's easier to use technology and some people you'd rather go talk to them in person. It's different for everyone and that's what's so amazing about technology is that it gives everyone an opportunity, you know, to get out there, talk to people, connect, and then, you know, you still have that option of going and talking to someone in real life. So that's kind of, that's the upfall and downfall of technology. I feel like it's nice too because because we have the world at our fingertips that we can not only change the world but we can find people we connect with because you said you like Sam Jones podcast you know how easy it would be to be like Sam Jones podcast fan club boom you've got friends and those aren't real friends but you could find and connect with people that way I mean I'm going soon to a cosplay thing because I'm a big comic book nerd and I'm like there you go I had to Google it, but it gave me a real way to connect with people like me. Yeah. No, I follow fan accounts on Instagram for <laughs> countless TV shows just to, you know, I mean, oh, my God, American Horror Story. It's filming soon, you know, and then I, everyone else that I talk to about it is excited about it because Mallory doesn't watch it. <laughs> no. I've tried to get her to watch it, but <laughs> I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get to connect with people that way, and it just... It's really nice just knowing that there's other people out there like you, whether it be TV shows or connecting to someone who might have the same issues as you. Like, I know that there's uh, platforms to talk about mental health, and that has probably been a huge relief for countless of people. And it just is, it's really, really amazing what that can do. I feel like there's a real power in just words, and sometimes you don't really convey that over a text or phone call or snapchat or um facetime that you can really do when you talk to someone saying hey i care Mm -hmm. or hey i'm here for you today i hope you have a a good day i know you said yesterday you were having a good day people really do appreciate that and i feel Mm -hmm. like people don't really realize that enough Mm -hmm. Uh, hi i'm mallory i'm a sophomore and i love movies and animals after having this conversation i will spend a lot less time on my phone because I know I'm probably on it too much and I'm gonna try to step out of my comfort zone and talk more face-to-face with people that I am usually talking to like behind my screen and be more like present and in the moment instead of like wasting my time on social media or technology. Hi my name is Riley. I live in Lee Summit. I'm like very old I like musicals and I'm a big comic book nerd Supergirl and Flash hit me up if you like it but <laughs> I challenge you to put down the phone even if it's for 15 minutes take a walk or something say hi to someone you wouldn't use used to maybe not anyone like super creepy but you know <laughs> you be the judge of that but um just realize the power of face-to-face connection and even if you're awkward like me just saying hi can make a big difference to somebody today's episode of the lee summit town hall podcast is brought to you by shred kc i want to take a minute here to i want to i want to promote a podcast the shred team they have a podcast called shred it's a surprise wow wow (laughs) it's hosted by shred owner ryan waters 
and Lisa Mutt resident Aaron Simpson, who happens to own a few Anytime Fitness gyms. It's a pretty good show, Jason. They're about 35, 36 episodes in. So they're probably hitting their stride. They are starting to hit their stride. They offer a lot of tips and advice for people who want to change their lifestyle, to live a little healthier, to whether it's whether it's you're losing weight, you want to gain strength, whatever it is, um, they've got some tips for you, and it's, it's turned out really well. So they do it in the same fashion that the, the fine folks at Shred, we've talked about many times, and how they, how they have handled your uh, fitness journey as well as any others? Yeah, yeah, it's very, it's very uh, supportive. And, in, and informed, you know, some of the recent episodes, they've talked about explaining supplements so that you kind of know what that game is. Because there are, I don't know if you've ever walked into to that section of a store or to a supplement store. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, there are a to, lot of letters and stuff. <laughs> um, so they've had success stories on there, some guests to talk about what they've done. Um, we do a mailbag episode with them every once in a while where, where they have me on and I get to read them questions from listeners and they answer those. So it's, it's very, very interactive. It's a good show. Catch the Shred Podcast on any of your favorite podcast apps. You have been listening to Lee Summit Town Hall, a link to Lee Summit podcast with hosts Nick Parker and Jason Norberry. A proud member of the Fredcast Network, you can subscribe to this podcast on most of your favorite podcast apps and catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for all the news, analysis, and conversations on the Lee Summit community. Connect with us on Facebook at Link2Lee Summit or on Twitter at LS Town Hall. Mm-hmm.